Hello, and welcome to Traditional Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Carl Lovick. I've been taking things easy in August because it is Pachimama's birthday month, and everybody gets together. We drink wine, we drink beer, we listen to our favorite high-ending music, and we just come together as a community to celebrate her. For those of you who don't know who Pachimama is, that is Mother Earth. That is what we call her in Quechua, Pachimama. That is what the Kiro do all in the month of August. August 1st is the official Pachamama Day, but we celebrate all month. So anyway, that is what I was doing. And I'm going to have another episode to talk a little bit about how we connect and how we strengthen our relationship with Pachamama and also how you can celebrate with us any time of the year. It doesn't only have to be August. Every time I have wine, I always make sure that I'm honoring her. So that is something that you could do. All right. So if this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast, we're going to be talking about Amazonian and high Andean healing traditions of Peru. This time, we're going to be talking about energetic complications. Now, in the last episode, we talked about the core of ancestral science. And in that episode, we talked a little bit about energetic complications. What are energetic complications? Well, they are anything that alters your God-given blueprint, your energetic blueprint. So we are kind of like houses. We need a good blueprint to then build our house with. But if that blueprint is off, you're not going to build a good house. So anything that alters that code is an energetic complication. So how do you know you have an energetic complication? Well, basically, it's really all things that are really coming between you and having a relatively peaceful life. A lot of people that have energetic complications or really were born into a lot of energetic complications feel that chaos is normal. Maybe they've gone to biomedicine and biomedicine has really been to alleviate any of the symptoms that they're experiencing. And sometimes they just become tougher and they just kind of white knuckle through life, but it's not necessary. You don't have to do that. There are still healers on this continent who are very much masters of this medicine and can help you figure out what exactly is going on and most importantly, how to fix that energetic complication that's causing a lot of those symptoms. So let's go down a list of different symptoms that you may experience with with energetic complications, anxiety, panic attacks, depression, emotional or psychological trauma that can't seem to heal even with a good amount of time, even with therapy, it doesn't seem to heal or talking it out with people, suicide ideation, health issues, certain health issues, even accidents or family history of tragedies or hardships. That's another sign that there is probably an energetic complication. Addiction, even feeling stuck in life. Maybe you're doing everything right, but you're career can't seem to take off. These are signs that there might be an energetic complication. Now, if a lot of these symptoms from 1 to 10, 10 being the worst, you're experiencing them 7 and up most of the time, then that definitely is another indication that there is an energetic complication you need to get to the bottom of. So there's three really common energetic complications that the Kiros see. The first one is called atraso, the second one is called susto, and the last one that we're going to talk about is called macho energy. Okay, let's get to the first energetic complication, atrasos, which means delays. These are delays in the field, and we talked about it a little bit in the episode prior, but we're going to touch base on that a little bit and refresh everybody's memory. Atrasos is really an umbrella term for anything that places delays in your field that shouldn't be there. Picture yourself as a plant. Delays in the field are anything that come in between you growing the way that you're 
naturally meant to grow. Left to its own devices, a plant should be able to grow relatively easy. You have the sun, you have the earth, you have rain, you have everything that the plant needs. The only reason why it wouldn't grow the way it needs to grow is because something came and disrupted that natural growth process. Imagine if some sort of pest decided that it was going to start eating that plant or something fell on it or someone stepped on it. That kind of stuff is what delays are. There anything that's getting in the way of you growing in the way that you are naturally meant to grow. So it, there's many types of ways to get delays in your field. One of them, very a very simple way to get delays in your field is if someone really doesn't like you and really wants the worst for you and wants it in a very passionate way, that is going to send delays into your field depending how hard they are feeling these things for you. Another way that you can have delays in your field, of course, is when someone does witchcraft and goes into the field of the energetics and basically codes something not great in your field so that your energetics are not doing what they're supposed to. So those are some ways that we have delays in our field. And delays in fields, they only come from humans. We are the only ones on this planet that do this because no one else does it on this planet. Not plants, not animals, it's just us. Every time healers find delays in fields, they know it came from a human. All we do is pretty much track it and see where it came from. Um, and then we are able to heal it. Another complication that healers see is something called susto. So that is shock or fear in Spanish. How you get this kind of energetic complication is pretty much what the name suggests. When you have great fear, great shock, when you're faced with a situation that you were not expecting and is particularly stressful to you. Susto is when a piece of your energy is so stressed out it wants to just leave. It just runs away from the situation. Your energy in a very stressful, very traumatic situation is a bit like oil and water. Our energy is very beautiful and when we're faced with very tough situations and a lot of fear, it's it leaves because it doesn't really belong there. So if you've ever heard the phrase, it scared the pants off of me, and or maybe you've seen an old cartoon where somebody's hat becomes personified and gets really scared and you see eyes pop up on it and it's like, I'm out of here and it just kind of runs away. That is pretty much what it looks like. That is the energetic complication in a nutshell. It's when a piece of you decides to dash out. If the susto is not so severe, then your energetic body will kind of reassemble itself with some time. But if it's very severe, then it requires special healing to make sure that that energy enters your field again. You definitely want all the energy that was assigned to your physical body to be there because without all that energy, your body can't properly function. We had a client that came to us not very long ago with a very severe case of this energetic complication. So his mother came to us. She was very concerned for him because he was biting his nails. He was biting the skin on his fingers and his hands. He had really bad social anxiety. He had panic attacks 
for pretty much anything that was remotely stressful going on in his life. He wasn't able to go out with his friends. He hadn't gone out with his friend for years because of his anxiety. And she was really, really concerned for him. And we found that he had a very severe case of susto and we were able to heal him. And then pretty much two weeks after he was going out to the movies, he was being able to handle situations that normally he wouldn't be able to. I've also seen susto manifest very differently. It was not manifesting with anxiety symptoms. It was actually a stomach flu that came about from that energetic complication. And this happened to me personally. I had been in a situation where I had gotten susto. And for the most part, I had remained pretty calm in the situation. But then a little tiny bit of fear creeped in and boom, that's when I had lost a piece of my energetics. And it kind of went through my solar plexus. If you know a little bit about chakras, the solar plexus is where there's joy. So when I had been uh, experiencing the opposite of that and I had lost grip on my nerve, that is where the energy left from. And once it left from that area, then I was not able to have the same kind of immunity I had before. And that's exactly where I had gotten that stomach flu. So I could have just, in this particular case, I could have just allowed my energetics to sort of reassemble themselves, but I decided to have healing done and it cut my recovery time by more than half. So I was really happy that I did that because I was definitely not feeling great. But again, this is a very, very uh, mild, if even mild is the word for this particular degree of complication, whereas our client before had no choice but to have healing because it was not something that he was naturally going to heal from. The third very common energetic complication that the Kiros see is called macho energy. If you've ever heard stories of the chupacabra or vampires, then you can pretty much imagine what macho energy is. Macho energy is pretty much a being that does not have a permanent physical body, but still interact with our world because it needs vital energy that comes from living beings to stay alive. Macho energy can feed on both animal or humans, kind of like the chupacabra feeds on animals and then kind of how the vampires feed on the vitality of humans in the form of blood. Well, these energetic beings do it with our energy. The Kiro don't see macho energy as a demon, just like we don't see mosquitoes as demons. We don't see ticks as demons or parasites as demons. Macho energies are just another type of being that is found here on the planet. There's an area in Juanaquite nearby the center where the Kiros work, where there's always a lot of macho energy just roaming around that land. And in this particular area, the macho energies get to be up to six feet tall. They're very, very big, unusually big. The reason for that is that the land has a lot of vital energy. A lot of initiations take place on that land, but also that energy that everybody likes as well for initiations, the macho energies really love, and that's exactly how they get to be that size. And that's also why they roam there so much. And they are powerful enough to kill a 
a child. So there is special precaution that's taken when people are up there. When people have macho energy as an energetic complication, usually they look like they're not shining as bright. They're a little dimmer. They're tired. Maybe they have health problems that they can't really figure out. And just overall, it seems like they're a little more faded. They're they're kind of in the background. That happens a lot when people have macho energy. My puppy had macho energy not long ago. And at first we thought maybe she had parasites because she just didn't have the same energy levels. She wasn't as happy. It was like her fur wasn't shining as bright, it almost seemed. And we took her to the vet to have her checked out. And when everything was fine, we looked at her energetics and sure enough, she had macho energy. Once we removed that, she was back to her happy self. She was excited. She was happy. She had that pet to her step and she was back to normal. So that was my first experience seeing macho energy on an animal. So those are the three most common energetic complications that the Kiro see. Atraso, susto, and macho energy. So what do you do if you think that you have an energetic complication? If you have suspicions that you might have an energetic complication or you have symptoms that are really severe and they will not go away and it's really disrupting your life, what I recommend is that you have your energetics examined by masters. If I could go back into time and give myself any piece of advice, it would be to go straight to the masters. Of course, nine years ago, I didn't know who the masters were and I needed to try everybody out and I needed this experience to really know what was going on in the healing world and know exactly who was what and this entire thing had to be figured out. But now that I have those contacts, I wish I could give myself those contacts because I would have saved myself hundreds if not thousands of dollars and also I would have saved myself years of a wild goose chase trying to figure out who could help me. So I can't really go and give that to myself, but I can certainly give that to you. I could give you that gift of my experience and my contacts. So if you go to traditionalmedicinemiami.com, we have a really great package that you should check out. We'll be able to give you a coke reading. Kiro Masters will be able to analyze your energetics and figure out what exactly is going on. We'll be able to do English to Quechua and Quechua to English translations so you know exactly what was said and get all the recommendations that the Kiro will give you. We'll also give you an action plan based on your coca reading and we'll tell you exactly how you can fix what is going on with your energetics if there's anything that we find. Also, the coca reading is going to let us know what medicine is going to be most effective to get you back on track, whether it's Amazonian medicines or whether it's Kiro healing modalities or whether it's a combination of both. Kiro healers will be able to determine that with a coca reading and let you know what the best course of action would be. And then we're also going to give you a consultation so that we make sure that you understand everything so that you have some time to ask us any questions. And yeah, that'll be a really good place to start. Also remember that this project is really all about making sure that these traditions are thriving, not only High Andean, but Amazonian. So this is also a project to make sure that these traditions are here generation after generation after generation. So what we are doing is making sure that we're protecting financially these healers and their communities. So it is really, really important. We really want to send Kiro children to college so that one day they take 
over our position and they could do their own translations and they could do their own managing. And that is really the goal. The goal is that once I am of age, I can make sure that I know that they're going to be okay. And we're making sure that the Amazonian healers are also okay and their kids are okay, as well as the Amazon, protecting the Amazon. So we have a lot of work to do, a lot of work to do, but it all starts here by connecting amazing healers with people that really, really could use their talents. Not only are you getting better, but you're also helping the world in the long term. So thank you so much. Go ahead and check that website out. You will not regret it. And we will definitely be back for some more episodes. Please enjoy the rest of your Pachimama month and we will see you again soon. Also, add us on Instagram if you haven't yet. Let's uh, follow each other and keep in touch. Take it easy, everyone.